Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top. So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories. Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hope Without Sight with your host, Taylor Cooper. And this is Tyler Evans, your co-host. This is episode 61. We're at this. Our sixth part palooza, December 6, 2023. And on this episode, we have Claudia Braun, talk title, Own Your Yes and Your No. Her audience is women over 40. Bio, imagine saying yes to you without guilt, internal judgment, or societal pressure. Hello, I am Claudia Braun, holistic lifestyle and spiritual coach. After years of trying to please others, Realizing what I was doing wasn't working. No, I began to search for a better way, which brings you tools and strategies I have put together over the last 20 plus years. Free of your programming, others' expectations, so you can have greater peace, fulfillment, and flourish. Yes, Claudia, I love this. We got to be ourselves. <laughs> I know there are people who try to change us into something we're not. I love you, Claudia. Welcome to Hope Without Sight. How are you doing? Love you too. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Oh yeah. So what made you get into this realm? Because I'll Claudia, I, I, I want to stop right here. 2023 has been a good year, but it has sucked for me for obvious reasons too. I've had people trying to change me into someone who I'm not. And I'm going to go, no, for that. And that's why I'm glad that you're one of my good <laughs> friends, Claudia. So take it away, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I am excited for this topic because it's near and dear to my heart. Um, sounds like it is for you as well. I it <laughs> was that person who was raised to believe that I was to do what other people expected of me. I'm the youngest of four children. And that had me thinking that what I wanted was not okay. And I had a lot of programming of people trying to tell me that what I wanted, I shouldn't want. And so I lived the beginning years of my life doing what was expected of me. I, the relationship I had with my boyfriend, the work I did, I was in corporate. Um, the, I was not me. And I didn't know that. So my turning point, everybody has a turning point. If you're listening, I would love to hear what your turning point is. Um, So my turning point was, and those of you who have lived a life saying yes to things that you inside feel a no, my turning point was I was actually sitting in my boyfriend's therapist's office. So that gives you a clue as to how far away I was from myself. Exactly. And he asked me why, you know, it was my big problem. It was my big problem. I didn't know how to please my boyfriend and my family at the same time. That was my problem. 
So I was living my life as pleaser, but in that process and in that experience, I lost myself. So this don't, is why my passion. <laughs> yes, don't please others because if others don't accept you for who you are, that's your problem. And I'm I'm living up my life blissfully and being myself. And there's so many people who accept me for who I am. And I feel great. That's why. Surround yourself by positive people. I couldn't agree more. And I would say that for me, the big challenge for that and why I do what I do is that it was really hard for me to let go of the expectations in the beginning. And that's why it's really become my passion to give clients tools and strategies so they can overcome that voice. Because there's a voice inside that says that's not okay. I don't know if it's being a woman. I don't know. But there's a lot of guilt. And from the people I talk to, clients, social media, guilt and obligation is a huge draw from people staying in the roles they've been in. And this is why... I'm really passionate about shifting that mindset because it's a mindset that it's, allows yeah. us to say yes to ourselves. In other words, if we're if we're truly positive and we have a positive outlook on our lives, then we're more likely to put more effort in what we want to do. Whereas if we're negative all the time, we're probably not going to put any effort in it. And we're just going to be like, oh, we're just going to lose and we may not succeed because of that man mindset. That's what you're basically saying. Is that correct? So right. And what I've discovered through my own, really my own journey, and then the work I've done with clients is that we don't even know we have it. That's until, right. Right. Until it's brought into the light. And that to me is the power of coaching or the power of being in a group of people who truly see you because in our own minds when it's the norm we don't know it's negative we're conditioned to it mm -hmm. exactly exactly right. there's and actually a there's actually a term in psychology called conditioned conditioned response yeah. uh there was a guy i think he was a psych psychologist named Pavlov, oh, and, he, and he discussed the, you know, the dog. He he right. used a bell with a dog, and he would salivate whenever he heard the bell ring and stuff. And he he demonstrated that that that's a form of learning. And it takes, I believe, it's anywhere from ten to fifty times to program somebody. You hear it over and over again, constantly, so that oh, thing yeah. gets reinforced, right? Because I have a dog, and I have. I have trained him to do stuff, but it didn't happen the first mm -hmm. time. No, of course. And it's, it's like whenever you train a dog to be like, hey, you can't pee or poop in the house. You have to go outside or you have to be on the pad. That's and right. You have to constantly get onto them and get onto them for quite, which seems like forever. It's like, is this dog ever going to learn? Eventually they do learn, but it takes time to learn for a dog. Indeed. And the yeah. programming that we have comes subtly and it, we hear it in school we hear it from religious organizations we hear it on social media we hear it from tv so we get these messages from so many places so it begins to feel like that's the truth we sure do and you oh, know yeah. yourself more than anybody else that so you gotta believe in what you feel 
Well, not only that, I mean, I also believe that we need to be rooted in certain principles that gird us. You know, for instance, we know right from wrong. We know it's not good to steal. We know it's not good to do you know certain things, of course. But yeah, it's good to have a positive mindset and um, stick to that. And if you can do that, then even when you fail, you're still succeeding because you've made a decision uh, within your mind that you're going to have a positive mindset. You know, it was just a few weeks ago, my brother talked to me about not being all uptight and stressed about little tiny things that don't really matter. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. I'm working on that too. And I said, okay. And I'm trying to be more conscientious of not being all stressed about little things. I'm still struggling with it a little bit, but I'm working on it. And to me, that is what I'm really passionate with my clients is that we work (laughs) on small strategies, right? It's not the big thing. Because it's not the big things, it's the small everyday things that really contribute to how our life changes. I my One of my mottos is small changes over time creates a lifetime of change. And whether it's your thinking, whether it's your, because thought precedes action. So if our eating is out of whack and we don't eat well, it's the thinking that precedes it. Yes, indeed. Right? Oh, yeah. And so as we change our thinking around small things in our life, we start to see the ripple effect of that. And as you alluded to earlier, it's how conscious are we of the actions that we're taking? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. In other words, if if we just simply step back and say, hey, I don't need to let this little thing stress me out, even if it's money or if it's just, I don't know, animals or if it's anything like that, because that's one of the things that I'm still, sometimes I struggle with, uh, you know, when my, one of our dogs gets on my lap and I'll try to get them out of the way, you know, for instance. And sometimes I feel that I'm getting a little slightly irritated when I shouldn't be, you know, and so I'm trying to work on that. I mean, even just yesterday, I was kind of doing that a little. Yeah. And my, my sister-in-law was kind of like, hey, you don't need to push them. You know, the dog, you know, you got to, you know, get it, you know, you know, you don't need to do that. You know, I did it twice yesterday. I was like, well, I didn't mean to. Well, yeah. But, you know, I just got to be more mindful of what I'm doing. We're all working on ourselves every day. Exactly. And isn't that the good and I, I couldn't agree more. I feel like my little guy, he's almost 14 and he is my absolute mm-hmm. teacher because he's having a, he's having interesting issues with his body. And so right. such a good teacher as to accepting what is and not reacting to it and instead being conscious enough to respond to it. Exactly. Right. I just got to be more mindful and. The feedback, feedback, getting constant feedback and feedback is the key. I mean, that's what's going to help me. And I believe that's what's going to help everyone. In the and we have to learn to take feedback well, too. Exactly. That's what I mean. Too. Like, take not only getting feedback, but taking it well. It's so, so, yeah. Right. I mean, it's so, right. It's one of the things about, like, when, when you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, well, how do I change my mindset, if I acknowledge that I'm 
maybe not seeing the bright side on things. Maybe I go negative very right. easily. So how do I change? So one of the things that I know works and one of the things I work with with my clients is one of Byron Katie's questions is to ask yourself, is that true? So if we say you know something to ourselves, Frequently, we'll say something negative about ourselves and we don't even realize it. Um, I'm not smart at that. or I'm not good at that. And then ask yourself, is that true? And then the next question she would say is, is it absolutely true? So the another opportunity is to, ask, is to answer to ourselves, well, it's not, it's not necessarily always true. And then to ask yourself, who would I be without that belief? So if I didn't hold that mm. belief that I'm not smart at this, how would my life change? Exactly. Well, not only that, what about looking at the positive things that have gone in your life and being grateful for what you have rather than what you don't? That's what I do that, every day. In other words, if you're grateful for what you have, that should that's all that should really matter. Because think about it. There are people who literally live, live on the streets. There are people in San Francisco, I kid you not, who are literally on the streets going to the restroom anywhere they can go they don't care they are going because they're homeless That's and yet right. we're not, not we're not having to do that and yet we complain about every little bitty thing i mean i'm guilty of this too i've complained as well informed. and i gotta i gotta just stop it and be like it could be a lot worse be grateful I have for what e you got I have, yeah I, I literally have it easy Sailor has it easy. I mean, sure, we have our setbacks. We have our bad days, sure. But that's not what I'm talking about. We have it easy compared to a lot of people, even in this country. We really do. They say that gratitude is the closest to love. So the more we can adopt an attitude of gratitude, the more things start to shift. It really is impossible to feel grateful and to feel sorry for ourselves at the same time. Exactly. Because I'm telling you, like, there are so many people who are struggling, even in America, who don't know where to go. They don't even know when they're going to eat again. And yet, here we are, we have plenty and we're complaining. That's why right, we like, got plenty. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? I mean, I was listening to, um, so do you know who um, Napoleon Hill is? Yeah, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Yes. He has, um, through his archives, they brought out his, his talks that he gave to a town in Paris, um, I think it was in Paris, Missouri. And um, he came about at a time when the country was in the greatest time. It was after um, the greatest depression so far that our country has ever received, experienced um, after um, the Great Depression of the 20s. And his talks were brought out to people. And the reason why his talks were brought and so popular is because so many people were struggling. And his talks were based on people of this country who had amassed amazing amounts of wealth. And what they were there to tell them is that no matter what stage you're at in your life, no matter how little you have, you have the one thing that makes people different from any other being on this planet is they have free will. Yes, they she do. Have an ability to change their thoughts. And he took people who were had lived in poverty 
to extreme wealth. And he said, what made the difference between somebody who was in poverty and did not overcome it because he came from poverty is their mind. So I believe that the greatest contribution I make at this time is teaching people the tools to change your thinking. Because if you adopt a mindset of no matter what's going on in my life, it can always be better, your life will change. You say, oh, it sucks, that will, you can guarantee your life will stay the same. And I, my, I know that my gift in being here at this time is about teaching people to step up in their thinking. And as you step up in your thinking, your external circumstances cannot not change. That's right. Exactly. Step up and in thinking. And, and, you know, I believe anyone and everyone can achieve anything here in America because, well, we're one of the only countries that emphasize freedom and liberty that anyone and anyone can go from dirt poor to just having it all. I mean, American dream. That, yeah. And it doesn't mean you will be wealthy. I'm not talking about being wealthy per se. It just means in a better place financially. I mean, even if you're not wealthy and you don't make millions and millions a year, that doesn't matter. You don't have to make millions and millions a year to be content. You know what I mean? You can or you can't. And there are even millions. There are even people who are millionaires and billionaires who are like super miserable. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Mine. From my perspective and the work I do is that your greatest wealth is your inner game. And if exactly. your mind is not in a place of self-love, self-compassion, self-appreciation, you cannot not, you can't appreciate anything else because we are a reflection of our external world. And if we really don't have that sense of appreciation for self, our feelings about others are going to be the same. What advice so what, would you give to anybody who's struggling in life and don't know where to turn, particularly finding their true selves and being their true selves and not listening to the outside world? The greatest advice that I would give is to begin to really, my takeaway from today, right, is the reminder, start to adopt an attitude of gratitude. And one of the tools that I offer my clients, I, I actually have in my three strategies for owning your yes and owning your no. And it is a launch pad for three simple things that you can do. And I would say one of them is to begin to learn to listen without squelching that voice that comes up and start to give it value. That's right. Amen. In other words, don't listen to the negativity. Listen to the positive aspects. Amen. Everybody, please give it up for Claudia Braun, episode 61 of Hope Without Sight. Stay blessed and live, live blissfully, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Hope Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed inspired and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world please hit the subscribe button on all platforms and tell your friends and family to do the same and in the meantime blessings to all